you ever finish a book and think, I'd sure like to know more about the author? Well, of course you do. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marianne Winnick reviews two new books that shed light on the lives of two very intriguing authors, Frank O'Hara and Barbara Pym. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Lisa. A couple weeks ago, we raved about Tell Me Everything by Erica Krauss, and now I've found another great new memoir, also a poet by Ada Calhoun. Calhoun, who is the daughter of art critic Peter Jaldal, was in her dad's apartment looking for a childhood toy when she found the cassettes of interviews her father had done in preparation for writing an authorized biography of the poet Frank O'Hara in the late 1970s. Due to circumstances revealed gradually, support for the work was withdrawn by Maureen O'Hara, the poet's sister and executor. Calhoun starts out blithely certain she can resurrect the project, but what ensues turns out to be both somewhat less and very much more. As her husband Neil puts it in one of many adept formulations, this is two successive generations of writers trying to say something of value about a wonderful, talented, funny young man who wrote lovely poetry and died in a freak accident. What a series of dying stars all collapsing in on each other. Your dad's book, Maureen's machinations, your dad's poetry career, your attempts to win the scenario, your relationship with dad, your relationship with Maureen. In Neil's view, even these difficulties are amazing and beautiful, and surprisingly, given the number of resentments and disillusions cataloged here, Larry Rivers, watch out, he is right. The most powerful of the misapprehensions lies between the author and her father. Perhaps my role as writer, who is not the best writer in my family, is the cost of paying attention to my family, she writes in a typically loaded remark. One imagines her father, who was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2019, but has lived to read this work, is at last returning the long-withheld favor. Reading of his many failures, he must be very proud. Next up, The Adventures of Miss Barbara Pym by Paula Byrne, in which the life and work of one of Britain's finest novelists is reconstructed in detail and restored to its rightful place. The ninth book from literary biographer and novelist Byrne, this buoyant and definitive account takes its title from the one Pym gave her own diaries, kept in detail all her life, and proceeds in chapters like In Which Fraulein Pym Falls for a Handsome Nazi, and Miss Pym the Novelist Takes Tea with the Distinguished Author Elizabeth Bowen in the Company of Several Homosexuals. Pym's gift for writing was matched by her gift for living, and she funneled into her novels her experiences at Oxford in the 1930s a chauvinist world where she nonetheless had a blast. In Nazi Germany, um, ditto, at least for a while, though she finally woke up and smelled the coffee. According to Byrne, Pym was one of the most liberated, independent women of her time. Ever since Oxford, she had been sexually active and unashamed of being so. Byrne's accounts of the novels will leave you with a slew of titles on your reading list. And if you've already read Pym, perhaps you'll read the whole oeuvre again, as Philip Larkin and other friends did several times. Infused with the high spirits and humor of its subject, this book is a gift to fans, novices, and aspiring writers. The books are Also a Poet by Ada Calhoun and The Adventures of Miss Barbara Pym by Pauline Byrne. You can find more information about these titles and our podcast at WIPR.org or on the WIPR app. That's also where you can find links to past episodes of the show, so you'll always have a great book to read. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marian Winnick.